in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com. Don't forget to click on that live video link and subscribe to the channel as we are back and, uh, you know, you know, better than ever. HWA is completely glad that we're back so I can stop talking to her about <laughs> all the things that are managing to irritate me. <laughs> uh, uh, we are, uh, we're, we're a little looking a little different now on the YouTube stream. I like the way it looks. I, it's, it, it took a lot more effort than I was uh, planning. It, it took more of the week off than I it ever could have thought it, that it would, but, and you're going to like the way we look, it, we guarantee it. Oh, stop that. <laughs> they pay us $0. We give them no free love. Hey, I didn't say the name. I just used the tagline. I, I'll, I'll steal a tagline. Uh, speaking of taglines, low prices, love the savings. We always come to you from the Ingalls studio. Ingalls Supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. And uh, yes, don't forget to uh, join us on the YouTube stream. New and they got the live chat right there in the middle of the screen and everything. It's got uh, lots of bells and whistles. There, there's And there's a lot more. I just, you know, it, it's, it's three o'clock. We're running so, out of time. You know, I, I've been here since seven. <laughs> I walked in and Eddie and Amanda Fox looked at me like, why are you here so early? Yeah. Well, I got a lot of things to do. I, I spent enough time at the uh, Harris Cherokee Casino uh, while we were... Man, that place is fantastic. Uh, I have still not been out to the sports book, but I understand. And I saw your pictures as well. It's a, it's a pretty phenomenal oh, place to be. The sports book was phenomenal. I met new friends. I mean, the sports book is one place that you rest assured that Jeremy is going to find like-minded individuals that are uh, into the same things that he is. You watch Chris Paul on a 900 foot. I don't know how big that screen is. Yeah. It's as big as a residential building. I can really? tell you that much. Like an IMAX screen. Oh, it's phenomenal. Nice. Like that. We've already B- got between a, uh, the uh, ten dollar Cinco de Mayo margs and uh, NBA and NHL playoffs. Woo! <laughs> good time with fun that. time. Yeah, good time. Fun time. That. Uh, we already have a uh, super chat. Uh, uh, we do. I don't have a button yet. Uh, I got. Uh, yeah. How about that? That'll one? work. Uh, today is actually my birthday. This from Tyler Cunningham. This is having you guys back is the best gift of the day. Well, welcome back and happy birthday. Happy to you, Tyler. birthday. Uh, it's, it, it, we're using this as uh, it, your birthday gift is us being back too. Indeed. I can't do more than a week off. No. I have gotten progressively angrier about everything NBA over the course of the last five days, and the only person I had to yell about it to was HWA and the concierge of the hotel. And HWA could care less. Oh, yeah, about the NBA, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's locked in on Kenny Pickett <laughs> being her new quarterback. Doesn't really care about Chris Paul. 
Well, we'll talk about the Chris Paul thing. We'll get into other NBA notes as well. Yes, uh, as you heard in the top of the hour uh, Sports Center update, doesn't look like John Morant's going to play tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, does that uh, does that spell trouble? Well, I guess you'll have State to wait. Warriors? You'll have to wait till the end of the hour because that's actually my favorite pick of the night. Okay, Jeremy's green on green coming up at the end of the hour. We got five on it coming up in the next hour as well. And what a weekend it was, Jeremy. Uh, the you know the degenerate gambler of the group. Did you have anything on Rich Strike no. to win the Kentucky Derby? No. I'm still angry about it. Why? Nobody saw that coming. I had a win play show that I was so confident about. You know how many of them placed? <laughs> None of Zero. them? Zero. Not one of them. You didn't even have the, the, the betting favorite? Epicenter, I did not. Okay. I did not. Okay. And the thing that makes me angry, the race went exactly how I thought it would. Except for where the horses finished, which is the only thing that really matters. Gotcha. Uh, so it was a lot of it was dirt, fast, a lot of horses, really fast, really fast. Next yeah. year, I'm I am all the way in seersucker suit. I want to do the Derby somewhere. I saw a lot of people that do, a lot of people really get involved in the Derby. Yeah, yeah. It's one that I've just never. I'm so bad at horse wagering. I don't look. I'm not an animal person. Okay, who's shocked? Mr. The I'm only, Afraid of Squirrels. Well, hey, hey. Upwards of 17, go ahead. Upwards of 17 people a year <laughs> killed the squirrel attacks. <laughs> I was almost maimed by a turkey on the, the last day I was here. So. Oh, and I was so upset that I was not here for that. Oh, I've been hyper vigilant outside. I know that turkey, it, it, it smelled my fear. And it knows it's going to be able to finish me off at some point. Right. Uh, we also had, uh, I, I mean, UFC over the weekend. Did you watch on Saturday night? No. Did you see the knockout of the yeah, century? I, I saw that. But it, see, for smokes. me, when the, it, the the stupidest thing I think in all of sports is you missed weight, so one of you can win the title, but the, the other, other one, one can't. can't. Right. So why am I supposed to care? Because I totally I had uh, <clears throat> let's say I had a doubloon or two on uh, uh, on Oliveira. Good for you. Uh, and by a doubloon or two, I mean however many you think it is. Multiply that by three and a half. Uh, the highlight of the night on Saturday night, though, was uh, Michael Chandler just knocking the crap out of Tony Ferguson. I he, think he might actually know what happened about nowish. Right. I mean, he knocked his brain through the back of his skull. One of the best kick knockouts I've seen. Well, hey, you got the you got the highlight of the weekend wrong because I'm I'm including today as part of the weekend. Oh, okay. Oh, it was uh, my 2022 NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic. Oh man, I, I you know I want to be mad about it, but you I can't. I, I can't. I you can't. can't be mad about that. You look at Nikola Jokic and and what he's had to deal with with the Denver Nuggets this year, with no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. He carried that team on his back the entire season. It's hard to be mad. I am a little miffed that it wasn't Joel Embiid. I have told you since we started MVP I talk. Yeah, and I told you. Guess what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. My my friend Nicola is going to win this award, and he should. <laughs> the sheer fact he took that team to the playoffs is dumbfounding. And look, I I wouldn't have been mad if it was Embiid. It would not have. That, that's not how I would have voted. Nikola Jokic does things that just nobody else does. Right. And look, I get the the Embiid Batman whatever whatever that mask is. 
Oh, I loved it. I'm reasonably sure that was the reject from when The Undertaker wore his mask. <laughs> I did love his response after he came back in the playoffs and said, nobody cared until I put the mask on. <laughs> yeah, did you see the response from oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler? Butler's yeah, response was yeah. great. Screw your mask. Yeah, Jer- Not in those words. Yeah, he said words that we can't say. Yeah, exactly. The thing that's so stupid to me is that the NBA waits until now to put out the winner you you open yourself up to well Nikola Jokic is out. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem: that doesn't mean anything. Right. It's this was voted on three weeks ago. Right. Just put it out when it happens, and nobody will be talking about this. You could not possibly have had an objection three weeks ago. No. Then the Golden State Warriors just smoked my twenty <clears throat> twenty sometime three nba champion. <laughs> nah, i'm not even going three really i'm not, not sure yet. michael porter jr is ever going to be healthy again so. and he's, he's he's not there yet folks he's not he's not ready to to declare them the 2023 nba champions might have a futures bet on it though. Uh-huh. i'm sure i'm sure that you do and i can't begrudge you from that because i still feel like that is a damn good team if they were at full health if they get jamal murray back michael porter jr and of course the two-time back-to-back NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic. The third international player to win multiple MVPs, and they've all done it back-to-back. And he's I also the first incredible. one ever. He's the first player to ever win an MVP when his uh, draft announcement happened during a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> when he was drafted in the second round. He's so good. I, I and I know I, I knew when I saw it announced this morning. I knew there was going to be pushback that oh, it should have been Embiid, it should have been Giannis. No, it shouldn't. Of course they are. I mean, because I mean, there are so many people that believe that Nikola Jokic is overrated. I'm not one of them. Oh, those people are insane. But I think he's the most grossly underrated player in any sport in the world. That team was bad. Mm-hmm. But with him, you get to the playoffs, and you never threaten the Warriors. Right. My biggest takeaway from from our time off, I have no idea who's going to win the NBA Finals. No clue. Really? I don't even have a favorite at this point. I think Milwaukee is my favorite at the moment. And they could get smoked tonight, and I would not be shocked. They could. They could. But this is what, this is what happens when you get down to this stage of the NBA playoffs and you've got eight teams who all have a really good argument. Oh, you don't have eight. Or, okay. Y- you don't have eight. I, th- I think you struggle to get to five, but. Okay. I'm just not as in love with Boston as everybody else seems to be. They're so inconsistent. They are inconsistent, but th- that's the thing. Uh, you can be inconsistent and still win. The, you, the funny thing is, is that all of these the series, the seven. Uh, every one of these series has taken a backseat to Dallas and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That is the best, and it's not even close. I've watched every second of that series, which I did not think you could get me to do in a second-round NBA playoff series. But Luka Doncic is, he is all of the things you could ever heap upon a player. Mm-hmm. He's the best player in the NBA, and I don't think it's all that close. Really? And then, and he's he's just got this old man at the gym game where it doesn't look good. Game two was insane, and and Chris Paul, Chris Paul just doing Chris Pauly things. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was pro- I could argue that's the worst I've ever seen a superstar player play in a playoff game. He was irrelevant. Scored what five points in yeah. twenty three minutes. 
and fouled out. And fouled out. I could argue quarter. that they were better when he was off the floor than they ever thought about being when he was on it. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. I are, I would argue the Suns are the best team left in the playoffs right now. Okay, Their best is better than anybody else's best. The problem is I haven't seen it in so long that I've forgotten what it looks like. Right. And there's something up with Devin Booker. I just can't figure out what it is. I don't think he's hurt, but there is something going on with him. All right, so you said there are five. There are five championship level teams mm-hmm. in left in these playoffs. So you got Phoenix, mm-hmm. you got Golden State, mm-hmm. you got Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you got Milwaukee. Who's the five? Miami. Miami. Miami's just the most consistent. Okay. I'm not saying their goods as good as anybody else's, but their bad is better than. I mean, I've seen every one of these teams look terrible. Right. I'd, I just I can't see Miami getting past Philadelphia in this round. Oh, I can. Oh, I can. Okay, let me – I'm going to give you an old gambler secret, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad that I didn't get this pushed through last night. Halftime, I see the score. I think Philadelphia was up by eight. They were shooting 55% from three and 64% from the field. That is not sustainable yeah. at all. All right, wait a minute. Uh, I just saw this in the comments on the YouTube stream. Matthew Hoffman, we're going to need an explanation. He said, hey, I was attacked by a squirrel. Uh, it's, it's upwards of 17 people. They are the <laughs> silent killers in the trees. We got we got to figure that out. Um, JT Money says the NBA needs something for people to hang on to for its first round of the playoffs. So uh, that's why they, they uh, wait uh, on that's the only explanation the I have. Because <laughs> Which is every, ounce true. Of, every ounce of criticism that you could possibly heap on the Jokic thing comes from what happened in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you set yourself. But the NBA does this. We're going to talk about the the Chris Paul and his family thing later in the show. Yeah, yeah. The NBA just can't seem to get out of its own way. You have a, a one of the most popular teams in the league in Golden State that I think has. I'm not going to say distance themselves. They look like the favorite in the West. Mm-hmm. I would with bated breath would be waiting to watch them play Phoenix. And we don't even talk about it. Every single night, it's the officials or the fans or somebody gluing themselves to the court. Or why is that? Why does every sport but the NFL have this problem? It's never the play on the floor. Yeah. And I would argue you've got two series right now that are as good as anything I've seen in the NBA in five years, and nobody cares. Or uh, oh, John Morant and Dylan Brooks trying to. Jock getting killed and Dylan Brooks trying to kill Jordan Poole. Right. Every single day, it's something. And I can't figure it out. I think Adam Silver is so smart. I think he's, I would argue he's the best commissioner in sports. Mm-hmm. And yet you cannot find a way to stop the, the shenanigans. And it's really unfortunate. Well, the shenanigans sell, though. That's the thing. No, they don't. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about hard fouls and things like that. That is a narrative that people push. And you know what? And I haven't seen the ratings yet. Mm -hmm. I will bet you, in large part, people hear that and immediately reach for the remote. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares about what happened to Chris Paul's family. Now, A, don't be a jerk. Especially not on Mother's Day. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. But it's just, it's so ridiculous to me. Why can you not just make it about the product on the floor? There is so much noise around the NBA and it just never seems to stop. Mine is the fatigue. 
That's that's my thing about it. Like when something controversial happens, it's the only it's really the only time that it comes to the forefront for me. It's like baseball. It's the same thing with baseball. Whenever there's controversy in baseball, that's what we're going to talk about. But I think it's I think it plays into too many games. These series are just way too well, long. Well, the playoffs are insanely too long. Right. I've said that for years. Right. The first round should be three games max. See, right now, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, since we were off, I mean, I was watching, you know, in and out kind of thing. But now, second round of the playoffs, we got two series tied at two games apiece. Now they become five-game series. Now I'm locked in. Three. Or three-game series, excuse me. Yeah. Now I'm locked in. But now why? I'm here. Is there really anything that you don't see how it's going to go? I would. I will go out on a limb here and say I could pick all four series winners, and I would bet my house on it. All right. We'll Phoenix. do it after the break. Okay, we'll do it after the break. Jeremy will pick his winners because as other- we sit here, two games apiece in the first two series that have gone to game four. Game four is tonight with the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies and the Milwaukee Bucks and the and the Boston Celtics. We could have four two two series by the end of tonight. Jeremy says he knows what's gonna happen, so We'll get into it up next, right here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. It's the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Back in the Ingles studio here on ESPN Asheville, I'm Tank Spencer. He is Jeremy Green, and he believes he knows exactly how the uh, playoffs are going to unfold here as we sit with a couple of tied series, and we got uh, two 2-1 two, series that could be tied after tonight's. Jeremy's Green on Green picks will be coming up at the end of the hour. The five on it in the next hour. Your chance to win some doubloons with our good friends at BetUs.com. Don't forget to use that promo code SPORTSOCRACY when you go to BetUs.com. Get that 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. So, I've also added the ability to do hockey. Uh, that was really? one of the takeaways from Harris Cherokee Casino was, uh, yeah, I can do hockey. Okay. I had a five-way parlay in hockey. Good First for you. ticket I've ever put in hockey, I think, in my now, life. Now, wait a minute. Armchair commentary. Nope. Our candidate fed those to nope. you, did he not? It was the day before. Ah. He didn't get back to me in time, so I, I went to my own devices. <laughs> Seven marks deep. <laughs> and he just went dart throwing at the board. And he threw me a five-way the next night that hit four or five legs. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, so are we going to be looking forward to some NHL picks? 
coming up in the green on green? Uh, not today, but there will be okay. uh, as we move forward. I All was right. trying to add new things to myself. All I right. did learn I cannot do baseball. All right, Flostradamus. Let's let's see if you got your uh, you, you got your future seeing goggles on. Phoenix and Dallas. How you see that two uh, two series panning out? There is no way Dallas can beat Phoenix with Luca by himself, and that's exactly what they are. I agree. This is exactly what they are. I agree. Game two, You're not gonna... Luca did everything in his power to win that game. Mm-hmm. Foul start ringing up, I, and I'm not going to lie. I, I that is live betting one one. I think I had 43 slips in my pocket by the end of that. Right. Every time it went down a point, I went back to the window. <laughs> one. I, I mean, when you have a great superstar on your team, you got a chance to win, no doubt. But unless you have that secondary player having just don't. an amazing night, well, they do. But it's oh, it's Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson sometimes. Last night it was uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. You have they to just have don't that have outlier. that consistent. If, if games get really offensive, it's too easy to figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Luca has to be perfect. So I just now you're where you're at now. I don't see any way they can contend with or that they can beat Phoenix twice. Okay. I, I don't see it. All right. 2-1. Warriors up on the Grizzlies. No shot with it. John ja Morant not being 105%. They have no prayer. They can keep it close. Mm-hmm. They can't win. Yeah. Just, there's no shot. All right. Miami-Philadelphia. 2-2 two, two series. Philadelphia's won two games. Mm-hmm. They had to play out of their minds in both of them. And Miami was, I'm not going to say bad. They weren't good. And that's what it took for them to win. I don't see a chance they beat Miami in this series. Really? There's too many ways that Miami can beat you. I mean, you got to realize, they've had a couple players that have been completely irrelevant in this series. Mm-hmm. It's still 2-2. Mm-hmm. And James Harden looks like he's 906 years old. Oh, he had a great game last night. He had 31 he points. Woo. That's what he was supposed to do. And now we're lauding... James Harden doing what he was brought in here to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we haven't talked about this. There is not a snowball's chance in Atlanta I would pay him if I was Philadelphia. No. No shot. No. I'll roll with Tyrese Maxey. Right. I'm good. I'm right. not doing it. I'm not doing it. Now, it seems like a, a, a bit of a, a tangent for you because I I've, you were to the point where you believed that this was going to work. That they were going to win a championship with these two. I, I did, and j- because I thought James Harden was just in a slump. Mm-hmm. No, this is who he is. The burst is gone. He looks like he's aged 10 years in the last six months. Right. And now him doing what he's supposed to is, oh, look how great he was. No, that's that was what he was supposed to be. If you had told me there would be a, ser- a, a game in this series where there was no Joel Embiid, I would have said James Harden minimum scored 35 points mm-hmm. and was his usage rate was 40%. He scored 22, and his usage rate was like 22%. Right. He can't do it. See, I'm on the other side of you on this one. I, I think Philadelphia will win this series. I don't. Because, to me— And I would argue so that's far, the one I'm the most confident in. Too. So far, Miami, to me, has been mostly Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy can't play every you know every minute. No, and in but the they still got he's more. He's not on the floor. They are getting beat. Yeah, but and not as much as you think. Twenty-two and points. That was That's one 22 game. Twenty-two points yeah. when he's not on the floor. Yeah, go back and look at the other three games in the mm-hmm. series. It's not nearly that drastic. Okay. 
And you get Danny Green away from him, and it is brutal. What is the deal with Duncan Robinson? Why is Duncan Robinson not playing? Uh, because he couldn't defend my cell phone. <laughs> uh, it, weird. It's they... weird how players like that. Him and Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero is one of those guys that's either a hero or a zero. He scores 25 points or six, and there is no in-between. Right. All right, and the final one, Milwaukee-Boston. Milwaukee up 2-1. to one. I see no way Milwaukee doesn't win this series. I, I mean, you got to realize they've been this much, in large part, this much better than Boston with no Chris Middleton. Yeah. I, really? That's the – and I go back to this is all about the Nets. The only reason people are looking at Boston the way they are is because they beat the Nets. Mm-hmm. And people do not want to release that narrative that they were wrong. Not that they just beat them, that they swept them. Uh because they're bad, but bad, bad, but bad, bad. <laughs> right. And as a Hornets affiliate, uh, I have to say this out loud and get it on record. Please don't hire Mike D'Antoni. I, I, I don't ask much, but please don't hire Mike D'Antoni. All right, so we got uh, Floster Damas's finals. The conference finals are going to be Phoenix and, and and the Warriors. Which I that's what I thought that would be from Jump Street. And you got Milwaukee and, and the Heat. That's pretty much what I thought that would be from Jump Street. Mm. Miami could just beat you in too many different ways. They're the only team I look at in these playoffs and go, they can beat you defensively. Boston can at times. Milwaukee can at times. But consistently, I, I like Miami more than I think anybody I've heard. Hmm. Yeah, I would it has say taken, you're right. It has taken two unbelievably either bad nights from Milwaukee or outrageously good from Philadelphia. They shot... 55% from the floor last night and won by eight mm-hmm. in a game that Miami looked like they just met each other when they got off the team plane at home. But does that not speak to their inconsistency? No, because that's the only game they've really done that. I, I don't see it. Yeah. And, and look, I think Philadelphia is more talented. I just think this Harden, Embiid, Tyrese, Maxey, and I like Maxey and I like Embiid, but I don't. I don't love James Harden. I don't, fat James Harden just doesn't do anything for me. So really going to be another question, uh, Mark, on the Doc Rivers resume. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. All right. Yesterday was an, was also a big day in the racing world. Uh, it wasn't the Darlington race that I want to talk about, though, in NASCAR. Joey Logano getting the win in South Carolina. But it was uh, Formula One. Formula One was down in Miami. And something happened there that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Did you see Martin Brundle, former Formula One racer who is uh, now a he, he's now a analyst or a reporter for Sky Sports? And he went chasing through the crowd trying to find celebrities. And he found Patrick Mahomes. And he's trying to chase him down. He's, Patrick, Patrick, come here, Patrick. The guy wasn't responding. Finally, he talked to Patrick Mahomes. And he's asking him how he thought about the race and all of that. And, well, it turned out that it was not Patrick Mahomes. It was actually Paolo Boncaro. To the <laughs> how do you miss that? I There's don't a know. seven inch difference in it. This Bingo. is like people that think I'm Luke Combs. Yeah, like look, I get that we look alike. You do realize I am drastically taller than him, right? And he has a lot more expensive clothing. 
that I do. Yeah, he's he's interviewing him and he's asking him about the race. He's like, "This is great. Uh, this is my first Formula One event, and uh, yeah, I can't believe all the stars are out here and these guys are really locked in." You know, I think it plays a lot into how I play my game. And he was like, "Oh, um, I actually don't know who you are. Uh, what's your name?" And Paolo said, "Paolo Boncaro." And he goes. Oh, well, no wonder you didn't say anything when I said Patrick, because you're not him. Yes, uh, Patrick, while they may have uh, similar skin tone and hairdos, they are not the same. And Patrick Mahomes is six foot three. Paolo, Paolo Banquero is six eleven. Yeah. I, I will <laughs> never understand that. How do you not look at how, some, how tall somebody is? How many quarterbacks in the NFL do you think are 6'10"? Although Martin Brundle did uh, pawn that off on the guys in the truck. He said, I'm getting some bad information in my ear. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll see. (laughs) Tom Peake is an 82-year-old avid golfer. Okay. And he just lived my dream. I have been playing golf for 20 years. I have never made a hole-in-one. And neither had he Mm -hmm. before Wednesday. Now he's made two of them. What? Because he did it in a course of three holes. He was playing at the Royal Palm Golf Club. Made an ace on the 91-yard number five. And three holes later, followed it up with an ace on the 112-yard number eight. Those seem really short. Uh, that would be because he's 82 years old. So he was playing from the senior tees, oh, okay. which are much shorter. Okay, I was like... Wh- I don't care if he did this from off the green. Had never made an ace in his life, did it in the course, of, did it twice in three holes. Good for him. That is tremendous. He was a retired uh, Air Force second lieutenant hmm. that said he has played the game for over 50 years. He has a two handicap, so he's actually pretty good. And my takeaway from this was uh, that guy's old enough to be my grandfather, and I'm reasonably sure he would beat me up one side of a golf course and down the other. <laughs> Probably so. Mark Starling came to me this morning and said, we need to go play golf. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. I don't care if we go play in a cow pasture. I am in. I heard Mark got a uh, new set of golf clubs the other day. That I is can't the... imagine him as a golfer. Well, I mean, can you imagine me as one? Yeah, not really. The six-five defensive end-looking guy with the Yeti beard and the mullet. How many weird looks do you think I get in country clubs? Oh, a bunch. What's fun is usually I get those weird looks and somebody goes, I want to play with that guy. Okay. hundred a hole. <laughs> you better be careful who you make that wager. Oh, I've already had one very unfortunate because I did the same thing to somebody else. I looked at their clubs that I think were made about the time that our 82 year old double acer here started playing golf mm-hmm. and that guy smoked me like a honey ham <laughs> see don't judge a book by its cover Mm-mm. or its clubs yeah it didn't it didn't go my way we had another uh controversy in the nba playoffs last night as the phoenix suns were taking on the dallas mavericks in dallas and apparently there was contact made with chris paul's wife and mother in the stands I didn't see, and I don't know that, I I haven't seen any footage of the actual contact that was made, but I did see the response from Chris Paul. And when I first saw it and it started going viral last night, I was like, why is Chris Paul yelling at a 12 year old? Because that's exactly how old this kid looks to me. Some kid wearing a Luka Doncic jersey 
And Shocker. Chris is just... Grown man in public wearing a jersey. Who shocked that that's the meatball that felt the urge to shove Chris Paul's mother? I don't, I don't think it's a grown man. I mean, if it's the one that they were escorting out, he did not look like a grown man to me. He looked like he was about 13 years old at best. He was a tall kid. Well, he looked very, very uh, nubile. How about that? I am with I am 100% with Charles Barkley. Okay. Did you hear his response? I did not. I'll give you the quote. Hey, we could put an end to all this stuff. Some of the stuff these fans say, let's take it right down to center court for five minutes. I've always said that, and I agree with you 100%. <laughs> well, we're going to have, like, the fight cage? Uh, we, uh, we don't need a cage. I got news for you. You shove my mother or my wife. There is not... It, it, the Almighty Himself could not protect you from me. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul basically said the same thing. Oh yeah, he this said, has gotten insane. He just kept shouting, "I'll see you later. I'll see you later." This has gotten to an insane point. How in the world does the NBA not have any control over its fans to the point of? Do you realize how many times we've done this in one playoff? This is the ninth game mm-hmm. that has had some form of fan interaction that became the story. Mm-hmm. Barricades. We need barricades. Well, I think we need hockey style barricades. Well, you're never going to have that. That that's never going to happen. Those seats, those seats are too expensive. That's the thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. How do these meatballs keep getting this close to the floor? There's no way they're. Pay- I looked how much those seats were. There's no way that kid paid that amount of money. No way. Unless he came. No, with his he was parents. with his mom. The woman that was, he was being escorted out, and there was a woman that was, like, pushing him back. She looked like it was his mom. And my my question here would be, if that's the case, how in the world does the mother not have better control over her child than right, that? Right, You probably spent five grand. That's about what I saw those seats cost mm-hmm. for a pair mm-hmm. sitting behind the bench. And you're telling me you spent that much money and you can't look at your kid and go, mm-mm. No, uh uh-uh. I I don't care. I don't care how much revenue the NBA is making off of this. And and that's fine. That's yell at clouds. And I get it. That's not going to happen. They got to do something. Uh, And we've said that for years, and they never have. And the Mm. reason is because, I'm going to be honest with you, they make about as much off the five rows directly around the floor as they do the entire rest of the arena combined. You're not taking that away. Yeah. And nobody's paying those prices if you're not right there catching loose balls on the sideline. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. So that part of it is not going to happen. So let's take a, a a tact here that, oh, I don't know, makes a little more sense. Okay. You're barred forever. You're barred for the rest of your life. Can't ever go to another NBA For the rest again. of your life. And there's no appeal. You're gone forever. Now how do you track that, though? How do you um, keep somebody from getting tickets on the street and showing up? Well, uh, I mean, I'm and maybe this is just my own personal experience, mm-hmm. you know those big warehouse buildings that don't have any windows and they tend to have blinking lights on the outside? They keep track of it real well. You ever get thrown out out of a, uh, let's call it a gentleman's club? Uh-huh. You will never make it back in. To any of them? Uh, well, to that one specifically. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's my thought. Well, I, mean, like, I don't well, think you meatball kick- 13-year-olds going to – this was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's making the trek to Houston. He very well may. You never know. If his mommy and daddy have enough money to pay for $5,000 per seat, 
then maybe we just get a new team in Houston and we'll just go follow them. JT Money said in our comments, did CP3 kill all Will Smith and just slap him? He wanted to. Uh, I think you let that happen one time, mm-hmm. it would stop happening. No. You let one NBA play. How many We've NBA players have you We've already seen met? this. We've already seen uh, this. Yeah, and did you notice after Ron Artest went full Mike Tyson, you didn't really have this problem for a few years? Specifically not with him. Well, no. Or Steven Jackson or Jermaine O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Those dudes will come up here and just uh, jiggle your chicklets if, <laughs> if you're not careful. <laughs> right. And I'm totally in favor of it. To me, there's to me there's a better there, there's a better solution. And, and what is it? And it's bar- it's barricades. And, and I've already told you that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's like saying, oh, uh, well, college football should uh, we get rid of targeting altogether? Well, you're not gonna. Mm-hmm. So you can yell at that cloud till you're blue in the face. That's not going to happen. You got friends and family sections. You've got top top end donor that's sections. That's where I'm at. Is why are the players' families sitting right there? To me, I've always said that's a and bad that's idea. And that's fair. It's, it's uh, absolutely fair. But you have to have special clearance to get inside the barricades or something. Oh, that's... Because you wouldn't see that That part happen. is... To me, that should have happened years ago. Yeah, because I don't feel like you would see that happen. I said much. the same thing with those protesters in Minneapolis. You cannot make me believe they paid $5,000 for tickets that got them in that area. Right. There's no way. Right. They bought nosebleed seats, they walked down, they saw a hole in the security, and on the floor they were. And that is terrifying to me. Because I mean, I'm now, telling you, you keep doing this, eventually somebody is going to want their five minutes of fame, and something's going to end very badly. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris Paul's mom gets into it with Dorian Finney-Smith's mom. That's a different That's a different scenario. But part of me believes that, the, you know, we got to keep the those not attached to the team in some major financial way or friends and family you got to stay on the other side of the barricades and and those closer seats can still be marked up yeah not to the same point no that's just not gonna happen well of course not you're not gonna have uh you know the but you would still be able to make the money off of the CEO of uh, just use a local group, uh, Ingalls Supermarkets, uh, sitting courtside at the Charlotte Hornets. They obviously know who that guy is. They obviously know that he's not going to do anything to jeopardize those seats. More more often than not, you will have your outliers here and there. But to me, that's that's where this has to go. If you if you're this upset about mingling with the commoners, so to speak then you you got to do something well and to me that's not the uh, that's not the point the point is that you're allowing people in here that shouldn't be in here 13 year old kid okay i'm looking at the mother if that's how Mm -hmm. this went and Mm -hmm. i could only gauge so much from this video if that's the case mom you're barred forever right done and we're done you can never get in this arena again i'll bet you you do that two or three times it'll stop being a problem Mm -hmm. because you've let it go to such a point now and by the way, do, do you remember this happened in the week we were off? You, you remember that thing that I said about comedians when Will Smith went up there and slapped Chris Rock? And I told you, you mark my words, somebody's going to get a little uh, aggressive. And oh, it no happened doubt. to Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. He got his, though. <laughs> yeah, his arm was turned the wrong way. It was. Yeah, that, to me, his I'll friend. be really honest with you, they should put that up in front of every comedy stage ever. Yeah. Rush the stage. This yeah. is what happened to the last yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I saw another clip of a, of a stand-up comedian 
on stage. I think it was in Las Vegas or something. And the guy was screaming from the back, I'll come up there and I'll Will Smith you in a heartbeat. And he goes, you can try it if you want to. And as soon as the kid hit the stage, out came the gun. And the kid was like, okay. He was like, yeah, see what happens. Yeah. You see what happens. Now, I'm not uh, I'm not advocating for NBA players to start carrying guns because we've learned that that's not a good thing. But Well, here's the thing. Armchair Commentary said this in our YouTube comments. Imagine someone does this on the uh, uh, in football and Ray Lewis gets a hold of him. That's why you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. That happens probably 50% of the time guys get on the field. It happened to somebody this, this past season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and you, your reward is, uh, oh, I don't know. Let's go. I'll go your team. Devin White. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Weird how that does not happen. (laughs) Right. It's weird how you never hear these things in the NFL outside of the Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they know there's consequences. Mm -hmm. There's no consequence in the NBA. You would not, I I would not in any way be surprised. This game goes to game, this series goes to game six. We're back in Dallas. That that same woman is sitting right behind the bench. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. shock me at all. Happened in Utah not a year ago. Somebody gets into it with LeBron, they're right back in the same seat the next time the Jazz were playing. There's no consequences. Why would you stop doing it? Right. Getting physical with somebody's mom, somebody's wife, that's, I mean, again, don't be a jerk. Just. Especially, and the fact you did it on Mother's Day makes it even worse. True. I mean, it's bad any day. But doing it on Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have gotten yours. Yeah. Oh, he's only a 13-year-old kid. Well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> right. Uh, the NBA has to do something about the fans. I just, I know they don't like my solution. Well, your solution is just not going to happen. The NBA has too much of a ticket problem. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at the problem. breakdown of how much these seats cost? No. I'm never going to be able to afford those seats. Of course I have. Courtside, you're looking several thousands of dollars. Okay. Uh, Nosebleeds, you're looking at several tens of dollars. In. And that's the problem, is that you let Billy Meatball in the arena, and then there's nothing to keep them from getting court level, and it's weird. Dumb people tend to do dumb things. Right. That's what this has been in large part. This kid, if he was sitting behind the bench, that's the first one I've seen that was sitting in those expensive seats. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shocked that it was a kid. Yeah. Kid got gotten a little handsy, apparently. There were there were conflicting reports that he punched Chris Paul's wife and pushed his mother. But yeah, again, how can you fault Chris Paul for his reaction to... Uh, okay. Oh, I can. I'll see you later. I, I, I'll give uh, you. I'll give you all the credit in the world for not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, and then he went back, and, and then he went back and uh, on on Twitter, basically saying, "Screw this. This is this is crap. You're going to find a player mm-hmm. for having an interaction, but you're going to do nothing to these fans." Now that's up to Dallas. That's up to the was it American Airlines arenas or something that they play in. Anyway, it's up to the arena that they play in to be able to come at the to say you can't come back anymore it also then ends up in how much money do these people have how much have they invested into this team as to whether or not they'll be able to come back or not we will have jeremy's picks of the night in the two nba playoff games coming up this evening right after this green on green is next on espn Asheville. 
Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a sub hospitality touch coffee's the closers on get them the money and when you get the money you get the power that watch costs more than your car and when you get the power then you get the work ah it feels good to be making gambling picks again four games over 500 after what happened the last week that we were here i got four picks for you in the nba first the milwaukee bucks are a one point favorite tonight against the boston celtics over under is 212 and a half I feel like this game is going to be where you see how much better Milwaukee actually is. They don't really have a solution to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Even without Chris Middleton, I still don't care. Uh, You know, Jason Tatum wasn't good in in the last game. I think he'll be fine tonight. I just haven't seen Boston have one of those games where I see the high side. Take away the net series. Go back to what the Nets actually were, not what you thought they were. This one's easy to me. Bucks minus the one over 212 and a half. The Memphis Grizzlies are a 10 point dog tonight at the Golden State Warriors. Over under is 223. This is going to be a score fest. I think Memphis is going to keep this game much closer. We talked about the fact that they're not necessarily all that much better when John Morant plays versus when he doesn't. The, the end of the last game made it look worse than it was. Give me the Grizzlies plus 10 over 223. Don't do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And as always, you can take your wagers to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. No John Morant spells disaster for the Memphis Grizzlies. And everybody's overvaluing that. Literally any analytical metric that you can look at does not agree with that. And what people are seeing is that after he went out, they just got their doors blown off. Well, of course they did. Now you're mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you broke the code. I think the Grizzlies are. I don't think they're going to win. I'm, and I'm not aggressive enough to say that the Grizzlies are going to win tonight, but I think they're going to keep this game close, and I think it's going to be a slugfest. All right. Uh, well, Phoenix leads the series two games to one. Milwaukee with a two games to one lead in their series with the Boston Celtics as well. The other two series have been all tied up at two games apiece. Maybe we could see the same thing here. If you had to, uh, if, if you had to wager, we'll have, what, one non-tied up series after this mm, yeah i would say the bucks are gonna be up no there'll be two it'll be uh, two. i'll have the bu- the bucks will be up three one and okay. the warriors will be up three one okay all right and then we'll just have uh two series that are tied up two two uh, in the nhl you may have seven series that are tied at two two after tonight right i want to thank everybody for your uh 
your well wishes and your congratulations and all of the inspiration that you are giving me to continue on the path of weight loss with PhD weight loss. On Friday, I did the Chamber Challenge 5K. Now, I did not run it. I walked it, obviously, but I was really impressed with myself going through that, uh, that 5K race and coming through without feeling like I'm going to die at the end of it. Thanks to PhD weight loss, I've lost 62 pounds, and I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to keep doing 5Ks because it was actually kind of fun, Jeremy. Uh, this week was one of the things I was most nervous about. How closely can I adhere to this program when I'm on vacation? Because vacation, Jeremy, doesn't have a lot of boundaries, which is how I wound up in the position I was in. But even in a place that had great food options and all the things, there were things that I could eat. I stayed on the plan and I actually wound up down a pound on vacation, which I think is the first time I've ever done that. And it's all thanks to the program and the food at PhD Weight Loss. Well, see, that's what Dr. Ashley Lucas and the folks at PhD Weight Loss do. They, they teach you how to live within the parameters of the system and to build a sustainable way that you can continue to live healthier throughout your life. You want to live a different life? Give them a call at myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. All right, we did NBA for the first hour of the program, and that's uh, that's 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 I think it's a record for us. Uh, yes, that and that's that, that's it's football time. <laughs> I need I need football things in my life. We need football back. We've got uh, discussions, of course, coming up in the next hour about the news and and the the, the news and other things going on across the NFL as we've had. Uh, uh, couple of guys being released today we've also had uh one guy determined that he's not going back to his team trade talks continuing to uh, uh to, to linger out there about a couple of players and uh one owners and some hot water and and the nfl the just continues to show that no matter what they do they just it's always right it is nfl scheduled release week as we'll have that coming up on thursday are we going to do a we're going to do another uh, a release party. 100%. Okay. All right. So we'll be covering the, the NFL schedule release coming up now on that Thursday. I know, now that I know everything in this room works, uh, which I'm going to be honest with you, that was nervous. Uh, there was a nervous hour right before we went on air. So. Right. Uh, so the, uh, the schedule release will be on Thursday. We'll talk about the NFL coming up in the next hour. Sports Center is coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville as the sportsocracy continues from the Ingles studio. Don't forget, Ingles supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The sportsocracy. Heard everywhere. Anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. We are seen everywhere on YouTube as well. We've got the new setup up and running. I don't think we've had any issues, no drop-offs, no... So no, much simpler. Yeah. I'm, and I'm just a big fan of simple. It's great. It's great. We got it all set up here in the Ingles studio. Always brought to you by Ingles Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And we spent the first hour talking about the NBA. And now it's time to talk some NFL. Because, you know, we've, we've had a week to kind of digest 
the NFL draft and all of that. Now we've got free agency talk. What's left out there? We've got the schedule coming out on Thursday of this week, which we will be having another NFL schedule release. Spectacular. Coming up in the Sportsocracy this Thursday. First things first, we're going to have a doubleheader on Monday Night Football, week two. Uh, we're going to have two of them. See, this is why this is why the NFL is brilliant, because mm-hmm. they drop these little nuggets all week long. We'll have another one next. You know, We had the international games all got uh, uh, announced, what, late last week? And now we've got uh, week two is going to have a Monday Night Doubleheader. Uh, every week should have a Monday Night Doubleheader. I, I, I am I fully know. of the belief yeah. every every single Monday night should have a doubleheader. And I think the NFL is eventually going to get to a point where – and I started thinking this when they were talking about the television deal. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got Amazon that's taken over Thursdays. Sunday night's always been its own standalone. ESPN's obviously making the push to have two Monday night games, international games. Do you see how they're isolating every game – Right. I mean, you're never going to be able to do them all, but they're isolating every game. Mm-hmm. Every year, they just chip away. Now we have two Monday night. Just, just see how it goes. We'll have two doubleheaders. We'll see how the ratings go. And I'll bet you the ratings are going to be ridiculous. Probably so, because the NFL is a ratings monster. Because it's what people want to see. Well, I mean, it's just brilliant. The NFL has found a way to keep themselves relevant through... No less than ten and a half months out of the year. Agreed. There is virtually no break in the season. Mm-hmm. Even today, you're a week out from the draft. Monday night doubleheader, pro, uh, all pro former cornerback released. Mm-hmm. That's a narrative. That's a narrative. All the rest of these sports, they can they wedge their little spot in the calendar because their season is nine billion years long. Right. Not the NFL. No. And the NFL also has that whole every game counts thing. Mm-hmm. You don't have wasted motion. You don't have wasted movement. In and the I'm NFL telling you schedule. right now, you just remember that I said this, mm-hmm. and I have no inside knowledge on this. The more dumb things college football does, watch the NFL start pilfering Saturday. They never did it because they didn't want to hurt their product. Right. Because the draft is such a big thing, and, and it's that's three months of their digital content. So you never wanted to hurt that. Mm, I'm not so sure they care about that anymore. Really? Watching college football go just completely sideways, I'm not sure they care. I'm not mm. sure they care. Yeah. I, and I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care? I wouldn't NFL care on in the least. Okay. I'll I'll wedge in that little four o'clock window. We always called that the Notre Dame window, yeah, because that's where they they would they would kick games off at two thirty, which is the dead period of a college football Saturday. Mm-hmm. Don't be shocked if the NFL does that. I'm not saying they're going to do it this year. Within the next five, don't be shocked. Okay, and that's where the international games go. Wouldn't shock me in the least. I really wouldn't hate it because then you'd give give the guys an extra day extra to day. travel back, all of that, and and you put them on Thursday getting- night the week before. Right. And then you send them out to play on Saturday. Extra time, little buffer, give them an extra day to get back. Makes all the sense of the world. And the, and there's a bye week the week after. Right. It makes too much sense to not do it. Okay. Uh, Monday night doubleheader on week two. September the 19th is going to start with the Tennessee Titans against the Buffalo Bills. 
7.15 start on ESPN, and but, then you're going to have... But what about the West Coast? Nobody cares. Yeah, what about the West Coast? Every other sport. Well, we have to start our, our finals at 9.34 on the, Eastern, uh, on the Eastern Seaboard, so people on the West Coast can get home. Right. The NFL, don't care. No. Yeah, because guess what? You'll find a way. Of course you will. That's The NFL oh, looks at the West Coast and the Mountain Time Zone and goes, you know what? You'll figure it out. Yeah. You've been doing it all this time anyway. So why why do we need to change? Because okay, so we've got an eight thirty kickoff for Monday night football. That's five thirty. Yeah. yeah, you'll so figure it out. You'll you'll figure out a way to get out get you'll off an hour and a half, two hours earlier mm-hmm. so you can be home to watch the Monday night doubleheader. Uh and then speaking of eight thirty, you're gonna have that kickoff on ABC, Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings as the second part of the week two doubleheader full schedule gets released on thursday and i guarantee you every day this week you're going to have a different headline of oh yeah here's what's coming out on such and such day oh yeah and then the schedule release will get a will draw a better number on nfl network and espn than any playoff game in any other sport right it's just awe-inspiring to me that you have found a way to make this season span this much time mm-hmm and I'll tell you another part of this, something I was thinking about during the during our little uh, sabbatical. Name me a team in the NFL that has no hope. That has no hope? Mm-hmm. Name me a team where your fan base doesn't feel drastically better today than you did two months ago. Houston Texans. Disagree. Had a killer draft. The more I looked at it, and we'll have team grades for that coming out this week, obviously with the reassembly of uh, of the studio we mm-hmm. didn't get those out last week but we'll get them out this week right uh the houston texans had a killer draft so they got you feel better now two players you thought nick casario was a complete dumb dumb okay you don't now you don't now mm-hmm. you're looking at the line going the line's better the defense got better so we have saying, hope. So, i'm not so, saying that you think you're going to make the playoffs okay. i'm saying i feel All better right. today than i did two weeks ago <laughs> okay there, and, and i'll give you the answer to this there's not one new england i've patriots. gone through the entire league new england patriots uh, you've still got bill delusional patriots fans will go oh bill knows what he's doing it's fine <laughs> we're drafting quarterbacks in the fourth round no big right. deal there's always hope as long as bill belichick is around i see what you're saying and, and uh we have another super chat from our buddy tyler cunningham that said Early record predictions for the Jets. That's the team that got me thinking about this. Obviously, I'm a Jets fan. Mm -hmm. We talked about this. They crushed the draft. I would argue they're the third best team in their own division now. And Bart Scott agrees with me. Mm -hmm. Now, he went drastically overboard compared to where I did. (laughs) He said their roster is drastically better than New England's. I don't know that I'd go there drastically better no i think it's better it's better i think they're better drastically better that's the incredible part of because i still don't feel like your quarterback's drastically better oh i do oh i know you. oh do. It, i know you have all the faith in the oh, world in old did, you, did you see the pictures of zach that came out this week no he looks like a terminator he looks insanely good so he's been hitting the weight oh, room yeah. just... it, i don't think a kid's left a weight room since the season ended why does that make me feel better I couldn't tell you because it doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do feel better. Rob Johnson says, looked at my team's opponents. It looks like another losing season for his Washington commanders. But even Washington. 
now you have weapons. The defense was good a couple years ago. I can do this with every team. I went mm-hmm. through every team in the league and went, oh, I can find the silver lining. I don't care who you are. Right. Even if you know the Atlanta Falcons. Well, Desmond Ritter could be the guy. And if he's not, a year from now, we're going to have the chance to take the real guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, there might be nine quarterbacks going the first round next year. I've been seeing that. Like I've been going through like mock drafts trying to figure out, and, and, and it's – you know, there are seven different quarterbacks, it feels like, in each one of the mocks that you go through. And well, there's three, and none I can of guarantee. Them, and none of them are in any specific order. It's, oh, no, they're, I mean, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are in a specific order. I have mm-hmm. yet to see anybody with an IQ above salad dressing that didn't have them in the top three. Will Levis was number one yeah. in a mock that I saw today. Okay, I'm going to go back to that. From uh, does a, this person have the have an IQ above salad dressing? I don't know. I don't know if they do or not, but it's from a reputable uh, like, look, sport main major sports network. Yeah, that doesn't always mean anything. And, and look, I like Will Levis. I, I do. I was doing my 23 mock draft, and I went, good gracious there are nine guys that would have been the number one quarterback in this class yeah bryce young cj stroud will levis tyler van dyke Phil is on a lot of them i have yet to see his name on a mock draft. Now you ain't paying much attention i've seen him in the top 10 twice today really i'm not gonna lie i forgot about him for a minute and then i saw his name and went good lord there's gonna be a hundred quarterbacks going this draft anthony richardson from, that, from i don't Florida. understand that one i don't get that i don't either that's one of those every year we talk about when we do the too early mock draft, it's guys like him that are yeah. the reason they look so stupid. Mm-hmm. Because there is nothing you could possibly have seen in him that says, oh, yeah, he's a top 10 pick. Oh, he's got a hell of an arm and he's mobile. Uh, okay. Is he, though? Because so did- I don't think he threw the ball more than 20 times last year at Florida. Uh, in any game. Right. And he was splitting snaps with Emory Jones. So, okay, <laughs> let's 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 calm down on the Anthony Richardson. Yeah, thing. exactly. There's just, uh, I mean... It's good to look ahead sometimes just to see what's out there. Oh, I'm already, I'm already geeked for next ahead. year's draft. Oh my God. We are only of 351 days away. NFL Draft 2023! That's probably right, too, it's, isn't it? Uh, no, but it's close. <laughs> it's so much better of a class. Every NFL team has hope at this point, is they what all you're do. saying. There's no team that looks at it and goes, well, we're just doomed. I would have said Houston. Yeah. Yeah. You Houston. had a really good draft weekend. Yeah. I'd, Jacksonville. It's not going to I would have said though. Jacksonville. Oh, you feel like we're just dead. Uh, do you, though? That defense is going to be markedly better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really young, and there will be games where you just get scattered, smothered, and covered. But you have infused a ton of talent to that team. Everybody has hope for something, for just for being better, not not for being a playoff team, because obviously uh, we Houston know. Texans are not in the playoff discussion. I, I just look at it. And go, how many teams? How many teams in the league look at it and go, "We are completely dead in the water. We have no shot of making the playoffs." How many are in the AFC? Mm, I'd say maybe three. It's two off the top of my it's head. Two, two of them. That's it. The Texans and the Jaguars. You tell me the other team in that conference that goes, nope, not making the playoffs. If you say the Jets, I'm going to laugh at you until I piddle in my pants. Yeah, not Jets a, fans not, think not they're going to win playoffs. the Super Bowl. Let's so stop that. The roster is drastically better. No. I, I mean, yes, it is. I, I'm just saying, stop it with well, the Super and, Bowl And that's talk. what I'm saying is, yes, that is 
comically stupid. Right. But even you look in the NFC, Mm -hmm. there's not many teams that think they're just dead. The Lions, Mm -hmm. you probably know you're not making the playoffs. The Falcons, you know you're not making the playoffs. Not part of the playoffs. The Seahawks. That's five teams in this entire league that their fan base, even the most rational of fans, are not going, we can make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We can make the playoffs. Wouldn't be that shocking. The Giants, I'd put them in that category. There are as people well. that think the Giants are the best team in the NFC East, and I'll and a lot of them. And I'll say those people are stupid. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, the the NFC East is the one division I look at and go, you know, you could get you could convince me of practically anything. The Giants are still the worst team in that division, in my opinion. And I don't know that I agree with you. I really don't know that I agree with you. You think it's the Washington Commanders? I don't know who it is. That's the one division that I'm telling you right now. You could convince me of anything you wanted. Those to. are your only two choices. It's no, it's, it's not, not the Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles. I could convince myself of any of that. Really, Jalen Hurts is a disaster. Okay. okay, so you added AJ Brown. Cool, you added him to a quarterback that can't throw. Mm-hmm. Worst team in the division. Flip side of that, Jalen Hurts. Uh, now he has weapons. They're going to be able to run the ball, and the defense is ten times better than they were. Best team in the division, but that's one of Dallas those that you pulled the plug on. You'd pull the plug on Jalen Hurts for what? Don't they still have Gardner? Uh, no, he's un- oh. he, he's just hanging out. Then uh, he's been mentioned to practically every team that drafted a quarterback that, uh, in the NFL. But I mean, go down the division. Dallas Cowboys. We have the best quarterback in the division. Mm-hmm. Flip side of that, you also lost more than anybody in this division, and it's not even kind of close. Right, and you had the worst draft of any team in this division. Worst team in the division. Mm-hmm. New York Giants. Brian Dable, period. Shane has a great draft. Team wasn't untalented to begin with. And Daniel Jones takes a step forward. Best team in the division. Hmm. Nah, Daniel Jones is terrible, and we tap out midway through the year. Worst team in the division. Yep. Washington looks at it and goes, well, all we have to do, the defense has to be what it was a year ago. Now we've got Carson Wentz, who's the best quarterback we've had since at least Alex Smith might be further back than that. Mm-hmm. Best team in the division. And defense is what it was last year, and Carson Wentz does what he does and gets hurt. Worst team in the division. Yeah, that's the that's... only division in this entire in the entire league that I look at that way. Okay, all right. I I I feel like that's a two horse race. I think it's between Dallas and Philadelphia, and yeah, I mean the Giants could be improved. I think they're four Washington birds of could be improved. They're four birds of the same feather. Mm-hmm. I won't be shocked if no team in that division wins more than ten games, and no team l- loses more than ten games. I could see all four of them being between ten and seven, and seven and ten. Yep. And somebody miraculously comes out and makes the playoffs. Wouldn't shock me in the least. All right, well, the Giants have uh, made a move today. They made a roster move today. They've cut loose a very familiar name to Carolina Panthers fans. We'll tell you who that is, where he may land. Coming up next, right here on ESPN Asheville. Now is the time to get in the driver's seat of your career. Ingalls Markets is looking for new regional drivers to join our Land to Sky distributors fleet. Start with two weeks paid time off and paid holidays. Our drivers average over $80,000 per year and they're home every week. Land to Sky offers excellent pay and a great benefits package. Six months of CDLA driving experience is required to apply. Visit ingalls-markets.com careers to know more. That's Ingalls dash markets.com slash careers. 
the sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Welcome back into the Ingles studio on ESPN Asheville. And James Bradbury, former Carolina Panther, has been released by the New York Giants. Once one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. I mean, did make a Pro Bowl. Of course, I get that there's not a lot to say for making Pro Bowls sometimes. But still, James Bradbury, Pro Bowler, now on the open market. They had to make the uh, cost-cutting move as he was going to be $22 million against the salary cap this year for them. Well, they tried Uh, aggressively to move him. mm -hmm. And he's still a very good player. He just fits into a very specific kind of scheme. Mm -hmm. And it's not what Buffalo is – or Buffalo. New York. Buffalo and New York, have the, the Giants and the Bills have blended into the same team in my head. I can't see a way he doesn't end up in Philadelphia. I, just, I don't see it. it. It makes entirely too much sense. Okay. That's the one position they did not address early on. Mm-hmm. You get him for uh, on a song, and he plays opposite Darius Slay. Best team in the division. Best team in the division. I have a feeling i'm going to do that for the next six months <laughs> i made a ton of futures bets while i was in uh at harris okay uh that was the one that i looked at and went i got nothing i i have absolutely nothing that i will feel good about oh in the nfc East? nothing but bradbury's still a good player in very zone heavy schemes mm-hmm. and i've heard a few teams mentioned about him seattle doesn't make sense they're too committed with Kobe Bryant and, and Tariq Woolen. Which, by the way, Seattle, I talk more smack about you than any team in the league. Yep. I loved your draft a lot. I've heard Las Vegas mentioned in connection with James Bradbury as well that he could, I mean, they've got a need at corner. And, and he makes sense because of the Patrick Graham connection. I wouldn't hate that. I'm just not sure he's not going to want to stick it to the giants right and philadelphia makes a lot of sense yeah but those would those would be my two primary locations for him okay so philadelphia there's already been talk of course in the carolina panthers fan base of bringing him back to carolina why why in the world would you do that I don't know. You are I mean, more committed he, at corner than any position uh, on the entire <laughs> roster. Yeah, but you get a vet in the building to come in and with CJ Henderson and with uh, um, the guy that they drive, JC Horn. Horn. So uh, and it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you have the money for that. Because it depends on what kind of deal he's going to. He's going to garner. Well, and you're going to see a lot of things drum up now. Now that we're on the backside of the the compensation formula, which happened the Monday after the draft, uh, once I think it's 4 o'clock rolled around, now everything you do does not play into the compensation formula. So there are a lot of guys that are still out there that can be high-level players. Mm-hmm. I look at Trey Flowers. Uh, who's going to sign him? Why is it the New England Patriots? Right. Go back to New England. Jadevian Clowney. Mm-hmm. He just loves doing this. He loves being the best player left for six months. I don't think so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're wrong. I don't think he enjoys this at all. I'm sure he would much rather have some stability and have a contract. But is he that guy? Is he that guy to commit to a long-term contract? I think the overwhelming narrative is no, he's not. The Cleveland Browns got him last year late in the... Uh, late in the offseason 
and this may just be his he's the hired gun he's the guy that you work out everything else on your team and go we still kind of need an impact edge rusher so yeah let's bring in Jadavian Clowney I would say Cleveland's probably out on him after they committed Bo half their draft capital to the defensive line I think that was a real nice way of saying it's fine right we're good Jadavian, we're moving on we're we're on to, to we're on to other players. Speaking of the Cleveland Browns, moving on, they are apparently shutting the door on bringing back Jarvis Landry, which I think they're fine at wide receiver right now. So I heard a name with Jarvis Landry while we were off. Then, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I'd heard it, and it was it was from somebody that I really trust. Okay. Watch the Baltimore Ravens sign him. Oh yeah, That's watch been, the Baltimore Ravens sign him. It makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. That's been growing the past couple of days. Of that, I mean, that would give another short target to lamar jackson i don't buy into any of this you know narrative that lamar jackson can't throw thing i think it, that has been dispelled in my book and he's still not somebody that's just it. gonna sit in the pocket and beat you but that team is terrifying mm-hmm. that's the i would say that's the team that the most people are sleeping on i've seen odds on baltimore that are just dumbfounding they're like the ninth most likely team to win the Super Bowl in the AFC. Yeah, that's that's dumb. stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. They should be top four or five in the AFC. Probably. Top that's a six weird way of saying NFL. three. It, it gets hard once you get past Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Who's Kansas two? City? I don't know that I agree with you. you know, you'd still have Kansas City in that in that area. I don't know that I agree with you. And okay. look, I still like Kansas City, but. I mean, you got to look at that division, first of all. Mm-hmm. you got to look at that schedule. Mm-hmm. Their schedule is disgusting. And and now we don't know what order they're going to happen in, but there are not many, hey, we get Jacksonville this week. There's not a lot of that on that schedule. Cincinnati is the overall favorite right now to win the division, so they have to be ahead of the Baltimore Ravens in any Super Bowl talk or AFC championship talk. And then, and then I'm thin, and then I'm thin after that. That's this why I will said probably top four be, or five. This will probably be the and look, we talk in terms of ratings a lot because that is one of the the, the best benchmarks that you can use. Mm-hmm. This could be the highest rated NFL season of all time by a considerable amount. There's just there's no fan base that goes into the season going. I have no reason to watch. And last year you had eight. I would say there's a quarter of the league that knew they were just going to be terrible. Right. You don't have that now. All right. Fun game. Who's okay. the worst team in the NFL? Houston Texans. I don't know that I agree with you. I don't know that I agree with you. Really? They get Jacksonville. They have. There are at least light spots of that schedule. I don't see that. There's there's one team that I look at and go, man, this is this is going to age bad for you. It's the Chicago Bears. Mm. That's the team I look at and go, okay, uh, you do have a young quarterback, mm-hmm. and that will carry you quite a ways. Mm-hmm. I don't see much else that I'm just really happy about. Especially after your draft where you're like, <clears throat> did we forget receiver? Or do, do we just hate Justin Fields? Right. All right, it's time to get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas... There's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. 
Oh, there was a bank robbery up in New York, and thankfully it has, uh, you know, the, 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 the community being put on alert of a bank robber in the area has been put to rest because the Waverly police quickly solved the crime. So it allegedly happened around 10.38 a.m. on Friday, and they found their suspect not far from the bank, because it was an 83-year-old woman. 83-year-old Edna Jane Hallett uh, was arrested by Waverly Police not too far away from the bank because she robbed the bank, allegedly, and fled on foot. They found her a block away. And here's the thing. The robbery took place at about 10.38. Police... They didn't get there for about 35 minutes, and she had made it an entire block. <laughs> I think there's a, I think there should be an age limit to the bank robbery game. I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the end game was for Mrs. Hallett, but I guess at this point, when you get that old, who cares? Who cares what's going to happen? What are they going to do to me? Throw me in jail? She will be the coolest granny on the block in jail. In the first hour, I told you of an 82-year-old man that lived my dream. Mm -hmm. He made two hole-in-ones in the same day. Well, Gary and Patty Reitmeyer of California, they live my nightmare. They live in Redding, California, and they live in a home that they've lived in for 30 years. And they just went on a week-long vacation. And they got their neighbor to feed their cat. Well, about 14 hours before they were due to arrive home, the neighbor went to feed the cat and found a startling discovery. There were 20 birds in the house. 20 birds is bad. Okay, 20 is, birds is bad, is bad. And for me, the birds now own the house. This is now no longer my house. I'm signing over the deed to the birds because this house is now dead to me. Well, 14 hours later, when the Wrightmeyers got to their home, now there were hundreds of swallows in their house, and they didn't know what to do. They got home, and there were hundreds of birds. The pictures are insane. There are birds everywhere. Yikes. And nobody can figure out how they got in, <laughs> which means they called ServPro, who got the birds out of the home. They are now staying with their daughter okay. in Sacramento because, uh, according to uh, Gary, you can't get all the bird stuff out of the furniture. That's his exact verbatim quote. Okay. They don't know how the birds got in. So that means even though you got the birds out, that doesn't mean that new birds couldn't find their way back in however the original birds got in. Hmm. There wasn't a window left open? They think it could be the chimney, but okay. there's a cap in the chimney. Okay. You know the little copper fitting that goes right. in the top yeah. of it? The yeah. There is one of those there. But swallows are very small birds. Mm -hmm. So there is a thought that maybe they found a way to finagle their way through that. Yikes. I would have had to have burned this house down. Like, <laughs> I, okay, get the birds out. I, I'm not going to kill the birds, but I, this house is forever unclean. The birds own the house now. Yeah, this house is forever unclean. I can never sleep. I will never sleep another minute in this house. Ever. That's, that's ridiculous. Hashtag birds aren't real. Gosh. So the birds have found their way into the home, but they don't know how. Nope. That's frightening. Absolutely frightening. Usually you would usually there's a window open somewhere or something. 
that many birds. See, it's a terrifying number of birds. Mm-hmm. What did all of those government drones want? I have inside no that idea. house. I have absolutely no. Is idea. this where DB Cooper lives? Is uh, possibly. <laughs> uh, just trying to find the buried treasure of Santa Domingo. I have no idea. Um, all right, so the door is closed on Jarvis Landry coming back to the Cleveland Browns. We had James Bradbury being uh, let go by the New York Giants. And over the weekend, this story started to unfold that there is uh, trouble in paradise, I guess to say, or Jeremy's paradise anyway, with the Las Vegas Raiders, where Mark Davis is accused of retaliating against his former president of the team. Why? Uh, According to the story, he had reported to the league that Mark Davis had done some, it created a hostile work environment. Right. And so Mark Davis fired him. Who's shocked? Who's shocked that a, 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 a offspring of Al Davis would respond in kind? I mean, have we ever thought that Mark Davis was a level headed guy? Well, I mean, no. Any grown man that has that has a billion dollars and a four dollar haircut, yeah, your your judgment is a little sketch. He to paid me. too much. He paid too much for that haircut. If it was four dollars, ah, uh, you just put a bowl in your head. Yeah, I still feel like he he's he's using the floby. Uh, Dan Ventrell is the guy's name. He was just made the president of the team a year ago, and how is it not? How I mean, how can you not believe or be led to believe the claims that he's making here? Because this is a franchise that has been going through a lot of this uh, turnover in their front office. There are a lot of people who have been hired and then fired. Well, this will be the third team president in, what, two years? Mm -hmm. Mark Davis scares me to death. Why? He has not exhibited the greatest judgment. Okay, is this now, the, the, going beyond the uh, John Gruden thing? Yeah, there have been there have been a few things that have been said behind closed doors about Al, about Mark Davis that they're very reminiscent of his father. Mm-hmm. And look, his father was a good NFL owner for a long time, and yada yada yada. Yep, but you can't really tell the story of him without talking about the negative and there was a lot i mean this got sued the league and was a thorn in every commissioner's side and now you look at mark davis and just go what he's doing the same things he's doing the same things because when well, remember the, the, the allegations against him are basically that he's not a he's not a good human let's put it that way okay and, and you know i can't confirm any of this so it's just what I've heard. Right. There have been some sexual harassment allegations. Those are public record. There are other things that have been said behind closed doors. Gotcha. He's just not an overly pleasant human. Right. Not a great guy to work for. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a, a lot of exits have happened, as I said. Um, and his reaction to the John Gruden thing still just sticks out of my mind because remember he was he was trying to 
trying to stand against the league going, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to fight this. And no, you're not. No, you're not. There are some things that you just can't come back from. And Mark Davis, like many billionaires, believes that he's untouchable and that his way it's his way or the highway. And I get that you're the owner of the team, and there should be a little bit of that. Not but not when the, it not gets to, the, to this point. Not when it gets to there are multiple, uh, you know, because the story says written complaints about a hostile work environment. And when Dan Ventrell took it to Mark Davis, he basically said, I don't care. And that's when he went to the league. And then the league called, and then Mark Davis fired him. And that's what it seems to be. Right. And there will be. Okay, any- and there was absolutely no rationale given. This is another one of those times that I can't say whether you're guilty or innocent. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I will say, if you're trying to make yourself look guilty, you've done a very good job of it. Right. I mean, because they fired him in a press release a week after the draft. They didn't mm-hmm. say anything about it. And then basically, he has to defend himself. That's a bad look. Mm hmm. It's one thing if you come out and say, this is the reason we fired him. Now you're in a, he said, he said, he said, mm-hmm. this is a, well, I'm just telling you what happened. And they gave no reason, no rationale right. whatsoever. Right. The question is what can come of this? And if we've seen the way the NFL has dealt with unsavory owners in recent years. Well, I mean, nothing. Daniel Snyder has been accused of worse than what I've heard of mark davis absolutely and nothing has ever been done that's what i'm saying and that's kind of what does it matter well it matters because you would really like to think that you're not pulling for such a i'm going to use a a word that my mother used yesterday skis bucket skis bucket i like that i've never heard that term before so i (laughs) I was committed to getting it in uh to this show today i'm so happy you shared that with us it's unsettling Mm -hmm. i mean you look at the raiders and how many things are going well I feel like the Josh McDaniels hire was probably the best one you could have made. Yes, there are some yeah buts that you could have with this. But I still think you should feel good about the direction of the franchise. Patrick Graham, mm-hmm. the, the the brain trust of the front office, adding Devontae Adams. And then you have this yeah but that I feel like you've had with the Raiders for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the owner's a crazy person. And if you don't believe that, just look at the man's haircut and the fact that he's a grown man that wears a tracksuit. Well, it's also one of those franchises that we've had to ask over and over and over again, will they ever be able to get out of that realm? You know, obviously with John Madden back in the day, they won Super Bowls, or a Super Bowl, I guess. They went to a Super Bowl back in the early 2000s. But it's always been this really high highs but but mostly low lows they've been a god-awful franchise more often than they've been a really good one and you look at the past few years they've been making strides sure but will they be able to get over that hump all franchises i feel like are i'll say this the doomed franchises of the NFL will always be the doomed franchises of the NFL. Well, and the I mean, ownership in large is part, probably a reason for that. Oh, absolutely it is. That's the one thing that you never change. It's the one thing you can never get over. Mm-hmm. When you have a dumpster fire as, your, as the owner of your team, you're 
pretty much going to stay in that that yeah. realm. Washington Commanders with Daniel Snyder. Sure, they won all those uh, you know Super Bowls back in the day, but since Daniel Snyder took over this team, they haven't been anything to write home about. No, the Houston Texans. I'll say the same thing about them. I mean, yeah, but I feel like you have revisionist history with Houston. Okay, Houston was in the AFC Championship game three years ago. Sure, they had one horrendous personnel guy that just so happened to be their coach. I don't look at that as a dumpster fire franchise. I think you made some bad decisions, mm-hmm. and it all came back to bite you at the same time. Okay. But other than that three-year stretch with Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney, when they had those guys in the building. Well, they had also only DeAndre been, Hopkins. I mean, they've only been in the league sure. for 18 years. Right. But so, I the mean, the first five, the you're going then. to be terrible. Now they're going to be the doormat of the league for a while again. I believe. I'm not as convinced of that. Oh, as you well. think this is the one time that the New England Patriots uh, tree will bear some decent fruit? Well, I, for lack of a better term, when you have this much draft capital, you almost have to try to screw this up. Mm-hmm. Your New York Jets will throw, in, throw them into that scenario as well. You yeah, always but, uh, find a way. Yeah, but we've uh, we've turned a corner. Uh-huh. We're the, we're the, uh-huh. We're the favorite. See, see... I always love May Jeremy way more than I love September Jeremy. Oh, I have. Look, my <laughs> expectations are not crazy high. This is a much better team today than it was two years ago. It's almost comical to look at the roster now. And why? Because you mm-hmm. make two huge deals, one to get rid of Sam Darnold, one to get rid of Jamal Adams. That's all it takes to swing you. And you have to draft well. Right. But at this point, I'll be honest with you, there's really not, aside from Bill, there's not anybody in this league that drafts poorly. Hmm. How hard was it to find a bad grade in the in this last draft? Well, it wasn't was that hard because... Impossible. I was going to say, it wasn't that hard because we had Bill to lean on. Uh, but other than that, Bill. Outside yeah, of that. it was hard. Yeah, it was... I it, gave Bill a D. I didn't give anybody else in the league below a C plus. And I'm a horse grader. Right. Because I'm trying to think the, the the worst classes that you saw. I mean, one of them was Miami, but part of that was because they got rid of all of their capital and, and they I got gave them a Tyree Kill in. And I gave them a B plus. They took sure. Channing Tindall at 103 or whatever it was. It was a great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Nobody in the league, and I think there are a multitude of reasons for that. One is after after the, the Rona year, you're all working off a lot of the same information. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, hey, look, we got this guy that no one knows about. I mean, th- just think about the the undrafted list that we talked about. Mm-hmm. It was the 10 guys that I was the most confident were going to be priority undrafted free agents. Do you know how many of them got drafted? It was nine of the 10. Yep. Because every team in the league knew that. Mm-hmm. There was no, wait, who is that guy? I didn't have that moment at any point in this draft. No, there was that one, the wide receiver from Samford. That got drafted. I remember you doing that with him, going. I but I still knew who he guy. was. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you there, knew the there name. was. There used to be a time where there would be guys come off the board that half the league had never even heard of. Right. That doesn't happen anymore. Right. Well, I, I feel I feel because I also feel like uh, scouting departments look at how many people do what you do and don't work with teams. And there's just so many more people doing all of these scouting 
things now. Oh, I mean, and there are that it's and much you've gotten better at it. Yeah, it's much easier to grab information when you have this many eyes on something. It's hard mm-hmm. to be bad at it. Because mm-hmm. if you are bad at it, then it's going to show that you're not doing your homework. It's time to put five on it. How about more picks for the NBA playoffs tonight, Jeremy Green? Just a reset from the week off. We are up $137.79 from the start of this contest, the beginning of the year. I got three picks in the NBA, and I got 50 on all three of them. First, the Milwaukee Bucks are a one-point favorite tonight against the Boston Celtics. I just think they're drastically better. I think everything has to go right for Boston, and everything has to go wrong for Milwaukee. Especially with this game being in Milwaukee, I this line does not make a ton of sense to me. I got 50 on it, Bucks minus the one. Next, Memphis and Golden State headed off in Oakland. I'm going to be honest with you. There is virtually no shot that Memphis wins this game. However, I do think they will keep it closer than people seem to think. There has been a narrative with Memphis all year long that they don't play that much worse without Ja Morant. However, Vegas has moved this line to the point of it's absolutely ridiculous. I got 50 on it over 223 and 50 more on the Grizzlies plus the 10. They don't win, but this game will stay close and it's going to be very physical. You can take those wagers to betos.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. When we come back, Jeremy, you worked up a good one being off a week. I know you did. He's going to be mad. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Dirty, perky, shark, and flat. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Let the hate flow through you. You know, I feel like this is kind of common sense, but why is it so hard for people to keep their hands to themselves? Why is it so hard for people to not act like morons in, in professional sporting arenas? And why does it keep happening in the NBA? You don't have this problem in the NFL. You don't have this problem in Major League Baseball. You don't have this problem anywhere else. Why is this so difficult? You're having two phenomenal series. All you have to do is keep people, their hands to themselves. Keep them off the floor. Why is this so difficult? I don't care if it takes 10 extra security members around the floor. I don't care what it takes. At some point, we have to fixate more on the play on the floor than everything that happens with the 15,000 seats around the arena. This is not that hard. Fix it. I'm mad. I still maintain it's the distance. It's the, that's well, the one that's, thing that all those other sports have that this one doesn't. Uh, I mean, the fans are so far back from the NFL. The fans are so far away from the play of field, the, the, the play on the field in Major League Baseball 
the NBA, they're right on top of you. And that's the one thing you can't control. No. So if it's going to cost you more insecurity, pay it. Yep. It doesn't matter. Just fix it. Yep. This Thursday, we will have the NFL schedule release. Just saw this one. Uh, apparently, schedule leak week one, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one o'clock oh we get to do the fun schedule league thing oh, oh somebody yeah. saw one screenshot of what the schedule looks like <laughs> there was also uh on twitter today the mayor of dallas came out and and said that uh they need a new nfl team in dallas and he's insane and he's completely you know, out of his mind well, come on it's the number he made a good argument it's the number three market in the country and the other two biggest markets they both have two teams so why not dallas stop we have the right number of teams they're all in places they should be except maybe jacksonville we'll see the dallas jaguars it's got a good ring to it it's not happening it's not happening it's not happening it's not happening what one reason why Uh, because there are 50 cities that would be better to have their first team than dallas to have their second no, come on. Oh, I could list a slew of them off the top of my. I can I could name two in the same state. Oh, San Antonio, Austin, gonna... San Antonio. No doubt, not even close. Really? Absolutely. I could not see NFL teams in those areas. I don't know. It's just San Antonio. Austin especially. would be a struggle because of space. Uh, San Antonio, look how much they look how committed that city is to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're awful, woefully bad. City still all the way in. You think they would embrace an NFL franchise? I think anywhere would embrace an NFL franchise. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I did love that the uh, it, it was the Dallas mayor saying it. So it's getting all of the headlines right now of oh, the Dallas mayor wants one. You know who doesn't want one? Jerry Jones. And Jerry Jones has all the say. Yeah, you know who else doesn't want one? Uh, Roger Goodell. This doesn't make any sense. Look, I pull for a team that was the stepchild in their own city. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. And I don't care what you do. They will be the inferior product no matter what team you get, no matter what they have. None of it matters. No doubt. You look at all of the cities that have two teams. There's always... There, there's always a lesser team. L.A. with the NBA. The Clippers have been the secondary team since inception. Mm-hmm. Major League never Baseball. Happened. The New York Mets will never be as good or as highly loved as the New York Yankees. The Dallas area, maybe it's big enough to support two teams because that's the argument that he's making. But there again... I can't see it either. I can't see another team being absorbed by the Dallas faithful. No, it's a it's an insane ploy in the middle politi- uh, in the middle of political season. Who shall? Ah, see, I didn't even make that connection. Maybe there is a uh, maybe they got a primary coming up in a few days. Too. I'm sure and, they do. <laughs> and this guy wants to get reelected. I will give you more NFL football if you will just give me your votes. We are the Sportsocracy, and we can always be found on the iHeartRadio app, live or on demand. 
Uh, go to thesportocracy.com as well. Every time we are live, click on that live video link. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll be back here with you tomorrow at 3 on ESPN Asheville, live from the Ingles Studio.